Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everyone. Today, we've got Dansby in the studio. (laughs) He is doing so much better, as you can see, and we would like to apologize for being gone for so long. Yeah, we got the the old COVID thing. It it hit our household pretty hard. Yeah, and uh, Dansby was a champ because... The two of us were laid up in bed like zombies, and this little fella was just a, a, a little doll. He he did so good without us for so many days, and um, he chewed a little bit of wood on the uh, yeah, bottom he, of a chair and found some, some places where he needed to do some work with his teeth, but other than that, he um, he was very good. Yeah, he was. He was. So He missed all of his walks and, and all of his playtime so we're making up for it now so um, before we jump into it thank you so much for all of our subscribers and commenters and um, if you enjoy our content please subscribe yeah yeah so also if you subscribe you can hit that little notification bell let you know when we have videos that come out we try to do these every two weeks unless covid hits we do do them every two weeks except for covid so yes we are so sorry for that but yeah, we really do appreciate everybody, uh, you know, tuning in on YouTube and then listening to us on podcasts. We're available on all the podcast networks and uh, we're available obviously here on YouTube. Yeah. So we just wanted to introduce you to Dansby today. Um, if you recall, we um, had him on a previous episode, but he was uh, still afraid of Michael at that point. And so he was not comfortable being here this close. And as you can see, they are buddies now. So um, <laughs> yeah, it took, it took 71 days. I think that's what we figured. 71 yep. days before I could touch him, touch him. Mm-hmm. And then it was really about 100 days before you could just really sit and pet him and pet him and, you know, in in a kind of a longer term setting. Um, And we attribute that to taking taking him over to my parents' house where they have a dog named Jasper and he loved Jasper. And I think he, I think, and I noticed it yesterday when we were at that event with him, I think when he is in a new situation, he clings more to Michael than he would otherwise because he's like, okay, I got two people that I know and I'm in this weird place. So I think it, it helps when, uh, when we're, I think it helped when we were at my parents' house cause it was a new environment with new yeah. people. Yeah. It was, it, it was crazy because before we went to your parents' house, him jumping in my lap was not going to happen. And, uh, we we were there, and all of a sudden, he's just running around crazy because he's so happy to be there with another dog. He jumps in my lap and just, just like, pet me. Mm-hmm. Like, in your face, kind of, like, you yeah. know, wanting attention. So, um, so, as we said before, if you are rescuing a dog, it takes a lot of patience, mm-hmm. depending on the dog. Right. But we were at an event, and um, there was a rescue group there that they actually help people find lost dogs when they are when they go loose. And they were telling me that even some people that are interested in fostering or people that 
adopt. They don't think about the things that you need to do. And one Mm -hmm. of the things that we did when we first got him, because we knew he was skittish and a flight risk, was we used two leashes on him, one on his collar and one on his harness. And um, I'm sure some people think that's a bit crazy, but... If you have a skittish dog, you never know what they're going to do and what might set them off because you don't know their history. And um, that just gives an extra layer of protection. And, And the other thing, too, is, you know, really make sure that they do not have access to, like, getting out of the house, right? So we have a baby gate that keeps him... Um, and then a door that keeps him sequestered to the family room in the kitchen. Yep. So he can't get to the hallway that leads to the front door. He can't, we don't, you know, use the back door as much. So um, he doesn't, he doesn't have access. And, and that was the same way we had it for Finley and Riley, just because of safety sake. You know, you, you just yeah. don't want your dog running out the front door or. Or getting into areas of your home where it's not um, dogs friendly if you will, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, especially when you've got a new dog and you don't know, are they going to have separation anxiety? Are they going to chew stuff up, you know? Right. Um, you know, if he had had access to our dining room, he probably probably would have chewed on our dining room furniture <laughs> <laughs> during COVID as well and because there's a lot of wood to chew on. So yeah. um, just, you know, bear that in mind. Also, it's very important that they have a safe space like a crate um, where they can – go to if they feel they need to, you know, crawl in their little safe space. Yeah, a lot of people think that crates are cruel because we associate being inside a cage with, you know, being in jail or confined. Dogs see it as a den. So even if you don't crate the dog by, you know, closing it it, and locking it up, if you allow him to or her to have a access to it place to go to that, is theirs and it's it's cozy and confined they tend to like that now dansby on the other hand does not go into his crate when no he doesn't it's there for him if he wants to but you know even sometimes finley and riley like riley especially would go into go into she liked to go into finley's crate yeah not hers well i think hers might have felt too small i don't know but it wasn't too small for her but he definitely had the spacious sweet (laughs) compared because we didn't know when we got it that it was a little bigger than we needed it but um yeah and what's interesting too is you know he was was sleeping in his crate at night when we first got him and happily went in there but when I was out of town with my mom and Michael was here you know with him alone pre 71st day yeah pre 71 days um he 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 didn't want to even try to get him in his crate so let me tell a funny story so so she's gone on this trip, uh, and I'm like, okay, well, I can get him inside. So, you know, I have to let him outside, you know, and I can get him out get him inside. I Outside to go to the bathroom. Yeah. It, it took one morning, it took two hours to, to get this dog in, and I'm sitting there going, what in the world? And what it was was I could bring him in with treats, but I couldn't get to the door quick enough for him to not jet and take off back outside. So it was just back and forth. 
I'm sure it was hilarious. If we had a camera in the house, it probably would have been hilarious. It watching wasn't this. hilarious for me when I started getting text messages at like six in the morning. Yeah. So and then seven in the morning and then eight in the morning about how this dog is well, never going to love me. I had a do- I had a doctor's appointment and I'm like, this dog is going to keep me from going. To-. Anyway, so so I I finally finally got him in and, and here's how I did it. I went to the front door and rang the doorbell, and he went nuts, came inside, and planted himself inside to see who was at the door. <laughs> that was the only way I could get him in. But he, Yeah, we think whoever had him before, along with not taking him anywhere because he was so scared to be outside before, we, we think they got like DoorDash all the time or something because whenever a doorbell goes off on TV, yeah. he barks like crazy. So... Um, yeah, but it's it's it, it it's hilarious. But those are things that you'll have to think about as uh, you know if you're gonna if you're looking to adopt, that could be part of your reality for a while. Is yeah. you know you might find yourself at your front door ringing your doorbell, or or you know one of you is closing <laughs> the door up. while the other one's dropping treats on the floor. It, Standing outside for yeah. two hours trying to get your dog to come in. So yeah. there is that stuff, and it takes a lot of patience. And, you know, really, that's the only time Michael wasn't patient. Bless his heart. 71 days to touch the dog and then 100 days to really pet him. Um, you know, it says a lot about this human being next to me. And, um, you know, it says a lot that Dansby trusts him now, too. I've had several people say, you know, that's great that he – um, has turned a corner because that says a lot about Michael. So, you know, it's not that necessarily that all dogs you adopt are going to be this way. You know, we don't know Dansby's history and we don't know what he experienced, but it could be that this happens and, and it's, it's just, please be patient. Yeah. It is so worth it. He is just the sweetest, funniest, happiest little guy. Um, and the flip side of that though is, Almost instantaneously, he took to Megan. Like, that's his human, even to this day. That's his human. Tell doesn't wag more for anything else in this world <laughs> but her. So um, you could have that experience as well. So don't let my experience derail you from going and adopting because uh, it it could be Megan's experience that yeah. you have. Uh, yeah, he's my little buddy. I mean, there. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how wonderful it is to wake up in the morning and to go down and to see him because he is just like, woohoo! Yeah, he's, there's my buddy, you yeah. know, and and my day is my day is just happy because that tail just wags and you know it, it's it's a wonderful wonderful experience. We touched a little bit on this too earlier when we were talking about we I think he's ready to be okay I think he's ready to be done all so right let's... so we're gonna cut right here and we'll come right back all right so we're so we're back all right so uh we talked a little bit about this earlier um when we talked about going to the event yesterday um there was a purpose behind that event mm-hmm. uh we had a neighbor whose dog got loose the other, the other day and actually came up on the porch and attacked Megan and Dansby as they were coming back from a walk. Um, it's all been settled. It was just, you know, things happen. But it was um, it was definitely a situation where Dansby felt uncomfortable that this dog was getting in his face. He barked at the dog. The dog came after him. I scooped him up. 
Um, Dansby got some abrasions on the back of his leg. I got some scratches from Dansby trying to climb up me for life and, uh, everything was okay. But obviously we've talked about how we had some aggressive neighbor dogs before and we had Huskies that attacked Finley and Riley. So, so we were, we were nervous. Yeah. We, we were nervous that, oh no, we don't want to go down this road. We again. finally have a, a dog again that, that, likes is, dogs. that likes dogs. Who's not, not upset when he sees a dog. So we went to an event yesterday uh we weren't part of the event um it was you know a very small event but we went because it was a dog event and we knew there'd be other dogs there and we were so pleased that dansby you know passed with flying colors he he likes other dogs yeah um so that we talk about our socialization it it is very important to socialize them with with obviously with humans Mm mm-hmm but other dogs and other pets and and new situations and this is important whether you adopt a dog or not mm-hmm. like especially if you get a puppy yep you know we probably could do a whole episode on socialization yeah i have a i have a buddy at, at my office that uh rescued a dog and that dog comes to work with him we're okay with it at our job which is great uh but that dog is getting socialized by coming into other offices and meeting uh, people at the office. And I, I've done that with Dansby because since socialization was a big thing that he needed, especially with people, yep. um, I've been taking him to my mom's office and to the downtown pooch in Roswell. In fact, the day he got attacked, took him to the downtown pooch. He met an older dog who he growled at at first, but then he realized, oh, everything's cool. He met a, a boxer there. Um, we you definitely wanted to get back on the horse, so to speak, as quickly mm-hmm. as possible with him. And um, but yeah, the the socializing to new scenarios and new new experiences. Experiences. Yeah. You know, I put a pumpkin on the front porch, <laughs> and Dansby was like, "Whoa!" And he was avoiding it and wanted to get away from it. You know, new things for him scare him. You know, it, it could be. Um, you know, boxes left out on the sidewalk for the trash. Well, the funny one was the other day uh, when there was a spider web and a leaf was caught in it. <sighs> and he, it, this, it looked like it was suspended in air. And he spent a good five, ten minutes trying to figure this out and was, you know, he'd come in really low and kind of get close and then the wind would move it and he'd back up. It, it was It was absolutely... Adorable. hilarious and uh, but that's that's experience he's experienced in the world right so as with humans we we tend to avoid or or you know not not feel comfortable around new experiences a lot of times so it's similar with dogs and i think it's very important to socialize the dogs when they're young and then when something happens like happened the other day just like with humans just like in your life you know you got to get back on the horse and Mm -hmm. and so I was very pleased yesterday that he was um enjoying the company of other dogs Mm -hmm. and and in saying that um use treats positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. if your dog is food motivated treats work great if they're not food motivated but they love balls or they have a specific toy that they like use that when bringing them into a new situation um never force them you know, if they're not comfortable, then don't make them do something they don't want to do because you could end up making them even more afraid of whatever it is. So yeah. um, definitely, uh, we talked about this before, 
time is so important when you adopt a dog. Yeah. So three days, three months, or three days, three weeks, three months is the general rule. They need three days to just kind of realize that, okay, they're safe in this new place. After three weeks, they start to feel a little more confident about, okay, you know, this is starting to feel like home. And then by three months, could be a little bit more. Could, um, yeah, it could be a year. Yeah, it could be a year. It depends on what the dog has gone through. But generally in about three months, it's like, this is my home. These are my people. This is my life. Um, We're at about six months now. And I say that probably was a more accurate for us in terms of him being comfortable. I mean, I think he took to the house and everything quicker. But I think just in general with Michael and and everything. But, um, you know, the biggest thing is these guys need love. and. You know, honestly, we all need love. So just spread your loving energy to these dogs, to everybody out there in the world, and um, you'll be happier for it, and you'll make the world a better place. So, so you went on a trip. Oh, yes. Uh, to, to uh, the, we'll call it the Redneck Riviera. Well, it used to be the Redneck Riviera. The story that Michael told about Dansby and the, the, the morning he couldn't get him inside for two hours, that... The night before, I was down in in Panama City Beach, Florida with my mom, and I was like, I'm going to get us some hats. So, Michael, why don't you show them the hat that I got you? I got this the night, and these were not cheap. The night before, I got him a... So, that's that's some... Dancy's dad hat. That's some PCB airbrushing right there. Airbrush trucker hat. And then, of course, (laughs) I had to get one myself so there's my dansby's mom hat and if you're from our area of the country and you're about our age you're laughing your tail off right now yeah so i was so excited i was like oh my gosh this is awesome he's (laughs) gonna love it and then at six in the morning i start getting these texts and i'm like this guy doesn't even want this dog anymore and i just got him this hat that i spent like i wouldn't have i wouldn't have pulled me that at that time i i was very frustrated that was a tough morning but now looking back on it i knew it was my mistake not dansby's i was the one making the mistake my energy my my forcefulness because i had something else i had to someplace else i had to be at well, some you else weren't to using do. force were you no 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 i wasn't using you were just force. I was, aggravated but i was aggravated yeah. like you know get, get in the house you know? and the more aggravated you get the scarier your energy gets and so then right. that's like dude i'm not coming in that house for anything right yeah yeah so so he he was chasing leaves or whatever he was doing in the backyard and i'm and i'm looking at my watch going i'm gonna be late to this doctor's appointment and you have to understand that um at that point michael couldn't put a leash on dansby no and and to this day it's even now it outside of having the leash in hand and him coming over to get petted i can't just walk over to him and put a leash on okay but you know what that's going to change because i'm going on a trip in november (laughs) so you're gonna have to well we will we we, it'll be it'll it'll be fine but but anyway I think the theme of this episode is, you know, don't shy away from adopting. Understand that there's going to be challenges when you are adopting. And once you understand that and you realize that you're, 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 you're more the norm than the abnorm, I think once you get over that hurdle, the lifetime of, of your relationship with your new friend is, is going to outweigh those first 
months or a year or a year of having to adjust because they don't know you and you, you know, it, it, they're in a weird place and they're trying to figure it all out. And generally you don't know where, what they came from. Like in our case, he was picked up as a stray. So we have no idea. Yeah. And he's, he's young. He, yeah. He's, he's a little over a year old and we, we got him when he was under a year old, it, we believe. So, you know, not only is it a new experience, it's a new experience, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And if you end up with a dog like Dansby, who was never socialized, it, it just, it, it, it's another layer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, talk about, I mean, I know we're, this is running a little long, but just walking. When, when, she, when Megan took him for his first walk, he made it out to like the front yard and wanted right back in. Mm-hmm. He was scared of the world, mm-hmm. right? A scared lady of the world. Uh, started her car across the street. It freaked him out and he pulled like, I got to get home. So we went home. Right. You know, then I took him out again and we walked a couple houses down and then we came back and then, you know, walked a little bit further the next time. And, f- you know, flash forward to now. He'll he'll chase you out the door to go for a walk. He'll he loves drag it. You. It, is, it is his <laughs> it is his thing to go for the walk. So yeah, that you know don't let the you know don't think oh I've got a dud here. You you probably haven't. <laughs> you probably haven't. And and like we said, I think in the first time we talked about this, I had a moment where I started to cry and said, "Did we do the right thing?" And you know, my friend. Rhonda told me, yes, it's totally normal to feel this way, you know, because it's new for you. It's new for him. And, um, and I know we're going to look back at that day and laugh because of the love that we have for him. Um, it's just, it's just amazing. He's just, he's, he's very special and and I'm happy that he's part of our family now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's helped me having him around to heal from the loss of a lot uh, this year. So I'm very, uh, I'm very happy he's around cause he, he helped me get through some of that stuff. He didn't know it, but just having him around helped. Yeah, so. absolutely. That his tail, I, I don't think you guys saw his tail, but he's a we, curly tail. Yeah, It's like a hook. Yeah. Um, but it's long and, and sometimes it's not hooked. Um, I, we think he's probably a dachshund and a Yorkie mix. Um, but his tail just, it wags like a, I always say it's like a flag. He's flying. It's just, yeah. it's just so happy. And, um, and just, just the, the other day watching him play, I've never had a dog that's as playful as he is. Yeah, me either. He, he will chase a toy or you give him a new bone and he plays with it for a while before he chews on. I mean, he just, everything is such fun for him and yeah. for us to just sit and watch and laugh and smile. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what else we love? We love it when you guys comment. It's it 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 really helps us. It it, it kind of uh, shows us a direction to go, and uh, and it I, makes my day. It's like a little little gift that yeah, comes through you. We just really appreciate you guys uh, a lot. So. Yeah. And with that being said, our commenter of the show is Gary Nock. Gary commented on our wire-haired pointing Griffon video, and he said, easy to train and love their owners. They can be a bit emotional, but they are amazing. Ours does over five miles of constant ocean swimming every day around around NS. NS. Nova Scotia? Hmm. 
Maybe it is. Gary, let us know. The non-barking aspect is also a bonus. Please don't get one unless you give them three hours of hard work a day, hunting or frisbee, and spend plenty of time with them. So that is awesome. It's a fantastic comment there. It is. And it just makes me want one even more. (laughs) (laughs) They're just, they sound incredible. So Gary, thank you so much for your comment. Thank you to everybody who comments really does make my day, um, makes Michael's day and, um, whatever you want, if you are looking for an episode, let us know. Um, Yeah. Drop, drop something down in, in in the, um, comments below. We're always looking for great ideas. Uh, the great ideas usually come from you guys, not, not me. (laughs) If you want to be on the show, we can set up a zoom. So just uh, drop us a line or comment dog nerd show at gmail.com is our email address. You can find us everywhere on social media at dog nerd show. And if you want some dog nerd gear like this border terrier wearing a bow tie, you can go to etsy.com slash shop slash hound and thistle. Awesome. Well, until next time, folks. Bye. Bye.